Coming up on today's show, five regrets that many retirees will have. We'll offer ways to avoid adding to your woulda, coulda, shoulda list. That and much more right now. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Hello and welcome. It is great to have you along. And of course, we're we're back into another great conversation on this week's show, which is Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Kepperling, she is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, uh, a great professional to have on your side, whether it's concerns about picking uh, the proper insurance services or estate legacy planning strategies, safe money strategies, overall retirement strategies. Christina is also author of the book, The Retirement Train. Hello, Christina. Hello, Dave. Great <laughs> to be here with you always. Always great to be with you too. Uh, you you make me think, you give me, uh, and, and the audience, of course, too, We um, things to think about with retirement planning. One thing we don't really like to think about, those regrets. And regrets, I have a few. I have a shoulda, woulda, coulda list. And I guess, you know, this one is not, unless I can't do anything about this, and no one can unless we build a time machine, but Wish I had saved, started saving earlier in life. I think it's a regret we many of us have. I think early in life we have more regrets than later because we start to learn our lessons, don't right, we? Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we, developing good savings habits when you're young is going to really set a precedence for what your retirement is going to look like. Now, to build a hefty retirement fund, you should start saving as soon as possible, even in your early 20s. And folks, this is in the book, The Retirement Train. When you do come in and visit with us, we get you a complimentary copy of The Retirement Train. This is going to be in the first chapter, Kidville. We're talking all about beginning to save. And I really love the way that it transitions into grown-up town because when we're talking about your bills and saving and having that balance, sometimes it feels a little overwhelming. Now, a way to hedge against that, if there's an employer-funded retirement plan, become part of that. Invest in the 401k. These are normally automatic contributions. You don't miss it, and it makes it nice and easy. We love automatic cruise control. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I going back to the, my 20s, I didn't make a lot of money. But even if I had just saved like $10 a week, you know, that, that whole comp, the power of compounding, it def, definitely works for you. Uh, Christina's laying out uh, many regrets that in, in many of these, it may be time for you to avoid these regrets. L look at this one. This, this may apply to someone who's kind of been through the financial red zone and almost ready to launch retirement. A regret that they could have is that they didn't start their transition strategies earlier. Obviously, the sooner you start saving for retirement, the longer the growth compounds over time. But saving isn't the only thing that retirees regret putting off. And many retirees wait until the last few weeks or even months before they retire to actually begin strategizing for that transaction. And this huge transition could be, we can have what's called transitional retirement. So it may be that you need to work part-time because you didn't save enough. And I don't want you to get down to that point notice and then find out, oops, I don't have enough money. What are we going to do? So many people do admit to us that there's a lot more preparation than they thought was actually needed. 
Yeah, you know, that's the thing, too, and this really um, ties in with that, is that not just the, the strategies, but a, a lot of higher-level strategies, I think people wish they jumped on a little earlier, with the help of a professional like you, Christina, because it's always important and good to learn what we don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. But if you can speak with someone who is going to be on your side, first off, this one piggybacks a little bit on the previous one, suggesting that you only know what you know. Well, making assumptions about your retirement, this is a slippery slope because there is so much to be considered. And time is of the essence for a strategy to unfold and be successful. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples, but a real challenge for some people is accepting that you might have blind spots in your understanding. What needs to be done, keeping an open mind to a professional's opinion. I do get some folks that call, they'll come in. They know way more than I do. Congratulations. <laughs> I love that. I'm so excited for you. And we still find holes in their retirement and it surprises them. And I had an attorney that had come in to see me. He had listened to the show and called in. He came to see me and was telling me all about, I mean, just welling with pride for his savings and everything that he had done in his career. And I'm very proud of him too. Hard worker, mm -hmm. amazing firm that was built and had saved and was getting ready to retire, selling off part of his partnership. And he doesn't have enough. He's not where he needs to be. I mean, to continue the lifestyle that he wants to have, there's mm -hmm. not going to be enough. So we had to have a lifestyle adjustment conversation. You know, you can't continue driving your big BMW. You cannot continue spending $200,000 a year because you did not save enough. And even though he had a few million dollars, it's not going to keep pace. There's no way. Right. And with the spending. And plus, this gentleman... This is kind of strange, too. This gentleman is in his early 60s. I don't normally get folks retiring in their early 60s that are in these type of professions. They normally like to be on what we call the road program, retired on active duty. <laughs> so <laughs> we see a lot of that in these professions. So even if you think you've got it all together, sometimes there might be a couple of blind spots or some roadblocks even that you've not seen coming. Yeah, that's a great point your story makes because the sooner you start uh, in the financial red zone, uh, the, the, the better sense you have of, hey, maybe I need to get a little more serious uh, as, as opposed to starting at near launch date for your retirement. Here's a regret that people may have uh, later in retirement. And maybe uh, I wish I'd been a little more open to changing the strategies over time because retirement's longer and there are different phases. Your life does continue to change in retirement, just, your, just as your life has continued to change your whole life. And that's the funny yeah. part about it is that people don't think about retirement. They just think it's a one and done. That's it. Nothing else is going to change. Well, we do have some perils in retirement, and I'll talk about those in just a moment. But there are certain phases of growing assets that require a different approach. And then knowing when you're going to enter into another phase, this is critical for capitalizing on these opportunities. Right this moment. Everybody is talking about the volatility of the market. Mm -hmm. Everybody. And I have a lady who I had met with about two years ago, and she called me back this past week. And she said, I know that I told you that I was comfortable losing 100% of my retirement account. I lied. It's gone down over 30% and I am freaking out about it. Mm -hmm. And that's only 30%. So I, I said the wrong thing to you. I was being really confident and actually cocky. And I really want to make some adjustments. We need to meet. We need to have some conversations. Being willing to adjust 
and open to changing your strategies, this is something that makes you successful. And in overall life, uh, everybody that listens on a regular basis knows I have three sons. Bless my heart. (laughs) And and Uh. I think that one of the greatest lessons that I teach my sons on a regular basis and remind them of is that you need to be coachable. You need to be adaptable. These are things that if you keep an open mind and you're willing to learn, you're going to progress way ahead of many people in life. You're really out outnumbered by men, aren't you, Christina? I am. Really? All the dogs are male too. Holy cow. Even it the like dogs. Big shoe foot in our house. It's Even nasty. Zeus? <laughs> Zeus is male too. Yes. Wow. Zeus is a male. <laughs> Zeus, Colonel, Boss, Tyler, Preston, David. Oh Bob. man. Then Christina, when the yeah. when the oldest son's fiance comes over and then the middle one's girlfriend, it balances it just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Maybe you, you know, need to rescue a, a female puppy. That's what you could do. <laughs> Maybe when we're down, I, they outnumber us right now. We're good. <laughs> so, right. Oh, yeah. Stay, Where would you calm. have the time to do that? That's the question. Looking at regrets, and let me just mention that one of the many goals that Christina has is to get you on the right track for your retirement and as regret-free as possible. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. You can call to reach and set up a schedule with Christina or text POWERFUL to that number, 800 800- 832-1100. And I guess a big regret that all of us have is maybe I wish I just kept my eye on that prize. We do live in a society that promotes consumption. And while there is a thin line between living abundantly versus living scarcity, finding the right balance between living and saving and all of this, this is the key to success. Folks, I can't express enough that right this moment, this is a great time to be hyper vigilant about what you're spending. I know we love to consume. I am an excellent consumer. Oh my gosh, I think that I win the Amazon contest in the world. I mean, I, he's here every day. We just love it. We love our Amazon people. And, you know, I love to consume, but. A lot of the things that we're consuming are the things that we're using on a regular day-to-day basis. You know, we obviously have paper towels at the office or soaps, hand sanitizers, whatever it may be. And, you know, business supplies. We've got our paper and clips and all these things that we're ordering on a regular basis. Well, the things that you just don't need. Ask yourself that question. So I've started doing this myself. Let me give you a little exercise, a little challenge. Mm -hmm. When you fill your cart, I want you to leave it alone at least until the next day. So if it's in the evening, leave it until the next morning. If you're doing something in the morning, leave it until later on that evening. So 12 to 24 hours. I try to leave it for 24 hours. If it's something I know I really need, I'll hit the trigger. But I think about it. If there's something that I just want, I don't really need it. I've been kind of laying off that. You know, it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing that surprises me that I do need are many more golf balls because I keep losing them (laughs) in the rough. Uh What? What? (laughs) And so (laughs) I, I had to step back and say, okay, maybe I don't need the really pretty purple ones that are tailor-made. I can just get something a little cheaper because I'm just going to shank it off anyway. <laughs> right. You know, that's really good advice, too. Uh, and and you just gave about just sleep on it for a second before you click uh, to purchase. But that also applies to if you're really mad and you instantly fire off this really angry email, don't click send yet. Sleep on that one, too. Um 
that's probably would save you a lot of trouble in your life. Here's a here and and regret. Speaking of regret, here is an opportunity to schedule with Christina. She has a set number of uh, openings on her schedule this week to offer a really very comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. We do, folks. And just because you hear the words no cost and no obligation does not mean that it is not of great value. I have folks that are going to other firms. They're paying upwards $1,500 to $2,000 for this exact same type of a review. Why are we giving this away complimentary and it's no obligation at all? Because we want to impact our community in a positive way. It really is that simple. And wow, what an impact it is making. And I know last week on the show, we only had eight slots available because the week was so extremely busy. We're going to double that up. This next week, folks, we're going to offer 12 slots. So opening the lines here in just a moment, Dave's going to open those up. 12 slots available for the next two weeks. If you give us a call, we'll get you scheduled within the next two weeks. That's how that works. And you can also drop us a text. Text the word POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. We will get you scheduled for your complimentary, no obligation review. This is awesome. And one of the things that I don't talk about a whole lot on the show are why people choose me. Why do they choose to call into the radio show? And I had this amazing sweet lady, and I bet she's listening now because she told me she's been listening for a couple of months. She's never called into a radio show. So it is my pleasure to speak to you directly because I know you are listening. The reason why is because there are subjects that you're concerned about. You do not have someone that you've spoke with about these subjects. This is important to you. It's important to us, too. Please don't hesitate. Give us a call or drop the word powerful in a text, 800-832-1100. It is a great opportunity and 12 openings on her schedule this week. Again, 800-832-1100. Quick break. More to come. What's up, Christina? The only constant in life is change. Strategizing for retirement is no exception. Coming up next, what can you do to better navigate the big job? And now that we're living longer, it means we have to save even more. How can we manage our savings and stretch the dollars to make sure we don't run out of money? We'll unpack this next. With your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kepperling, over 17 years experience in Central Kentucky as a professional helping many with the right strategies to get on track with the on-track retirement system. Christina is author of the book, The Retirement Train, and you can also catch her on TV, WTBQ 36, the ABC affiliate here, Saturday nights at 7 Well, we are dealing with uh, interesting and, yes, scary times, without a doubt. And we're going to cover a lot of these, and we're going to cover things to consider uh, given our current economic climate. Let's start with inflation. Inflation. That's the 800-pound gorilla, ultimately, right? That's what started this, and that's probably what's going to end it. Ooh, that's Doug Sandler, head of Riverfront Global Strategy, with his take on inflation. And, and Christina, yes, this is unchanged charted territory for many because we haven't seen inflation like this in 40 or 41 years. We haven't. And let's talk about inflation. I know where you're seeing it because you're coming in, you're telling me. So for goodness gracious, if you're at the gas pump, you know that the cost for a gallon of gas is literally double what it was 18 months ago. This is not pleasant. 
I really don't like talking about it, but let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's get over this and talk about what we can do against it. So because inflation is high and your fuel is high, reduce your numbers of errands and put them all in one incident. Mm -hmm. See if you can get to the post office, the bank, whatever you need to do, grocery store, all of that in one trip, get it all done at one time and be done with it. Instead of traveling back and forth and back and forth, you could save over 60% of your mileage and your time on the road by combining those errands. And obviously when we're talking about your commodities, the things that you need every day to run your household, a can of soup is more than double what it was last year. Mm. Just a simple can of soup, let alone a loaf of bread, maybe some lunch meat. We're seeing bacon is almost four times the cost what it was last year. Sticker shock for me every time I go to the grocery store or anywhere, really. It is. And one of the best things I can tell you is to use your smart devices. These smart devices will find you the best price. Mm -hmm. They're going to find you the best price on the things that you need. So you're going to be buying them. And I don't know about you all, but I've got a little bit of a bougie side to me. I have certain (laughs) products that I have to have a certain name brand. (laughs) Right. One of them in our household, it is going to be the toilet paper. Uh I'm not going to tell you my preference on the brand because I don't want to, you know, cross that line there. But But I agree with you on that. I've got to have that certain brand. It's my favorite. It's the best for all of your daily needs. I mean, whether you're wiping tears, wiping your nose or wiping the things that have to be wiped every day. So (laughs) we want to make sure that we're getting the things we want, but get them at the best price. So shop those around. When you're talking about your utility bills, folks, I know that these are inflated. So we've got fuel is expensive, food is expensive, your utilities are expensive. Turn your air conditioning up a couple of degrees. So if you're sitting at 68 degrees, bump it up to 70 and turn on your ceiling fan counterclockwise. Mm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Um, Our local energy cooperative here, I've got several clients that I've just retired from them. And I speak with these gentlemen on a regular basis. They're brand new retired. They're telling me there are so many ways to save energy. This one right here is kind of interesting. Other than your refrigerator or things that have to run to keep items taken care of, put them on a power strip. When you're done using the device, shut off the power strip so it's not sucking. It's a little vampire sucking (laughs) that power out of it. Your cell phone chargers, those little ports in the wall, they suck energy even when there's not a device hooked up to it. So you can reduce energy usage by doing that. I've always wondered about that. that. It's quite interesting. And I love hearing that directly from the source and the people that are the ones creating the energy. That's always wonderful. So turn your air conditioning up a couple of degrees, turn those fans on counterclockwise. You'll be okay. Reduce your clothing, walk around barefoot or put on a tank top if you're too hot and just relax. It'll be okay. And it'll reduce your energy cost. That makes you feel better overall. Yeah, I mean, that's great advice for everybody, and we get through this, and hopefully it won't last that long. But, you know, we're dealing with so much now. And, you know, another question is, is it different this time? And it depends on who you ask. Euro-Pacific Capital Chief Economist and Global Strategist and host of the Peter Schiff Show, Peter Schiff, says he has grave concerns about the future. Not only are we likely entering a recession, we're probably already in one. But this is not just going to be a recession. It's going to be the recession. We have a bigger bubble now than we had in 2008. And when the air comes out of this bubble, it's going to leave a much bigger hangover than the one we had then. The difference is there can be no bailouts this time. Well, that's probably definitely true. I don't know about it being the one, but if it is the big one, if if the bubble does break, how will that impact retirees? 
I want you to just stop and think for a moment. I'm going to challenge everybody to just think. So first off, what are we seeing right now? We're seeing another piece of the cycle. This, you know what the roller coaster looks like. What goes up comes down. What is down goes back up. We're in this portion. If you do not have a professional that is advocating for you to discuss what do you do to hedge against these difficult times when we're down in a bear market, a recession, a trough, whatever you want to call this, we are in it. They declared a bear market. We're here. How long is it going to last and how does that impact your retirement? I do want to skip over for just a moment because this is something that is very realistic. While we are sitting here talking about the bear market and you're talking about recovering the number of years. So let's just say the last two bear markets were 38.5% negative in 2008. Then the compository of the dot-com bust, which was 2000, 2001, and 2002, 47%. I'm going to be really conservative. Let's just say that it's only 30%. Mm-hmm. Folks with an 8% return, which is not the normal, this is way overshooting. It will take you 4.6 years just to get back to even from that 30% wow. loss. If you are retired, so let's say that you are 65 years old, you're going to be nearly 70 before you can just get back to even. Are you willing to let the market dictate your retirement income? If the answer is no, you need to think about this. You need to meet with a professional. That's what we're here for. Well, absolutely. Let me mention this uh, because, I mean, getting to that's one of your areas there at Powerful Legacy. It's safe money strategies. 800-832-1100. Call or text Powerful to set up with Christina and learn about these strategies to get on track. 800-832-1100. So for as as for what you should do, let's hear from Sharon Epperson uh, on that. Sharon Epperson, by the way is CNBC senior personal finance correspondent. Focus on what you can control. Continue to contribute to your retirement accounts. But no matter what, do not panic or make emotional decisions with your retirement money. Well, it's easier said than done sometimes. And I know that one of your roles, Christina, is to help be objective, not remove passion out of your strategies that you implement, but to help take some of that emotion out of that. Any thoughts on how to relieve concerns for retirees? Well, first off, one of my favorite people to quote on financial quotes is going to be Warren Buffett. And he says, point blank clear, if you cannot control your emotions, you cannot control your money. Mm. Folks, money is emotional. Retirement, finances, all of these things, they are not just financial. They're emotional, mental, physical, even spiritual. Let's have these conversations, make it a holistic approach, because if you're not talking about it, you are putting on some rose colored glasses or you've pulled the wool over your eyes. However you want to look at this money is very emotional. That's why it's the number one cause for divorce. Hello. Let's yeah. even think about that one. Right. It is very emotional. And when we're talking about your money in retirement, I don't want you to make emotional knee jerk re uh, reactions and decisions. I have a lot of folks that are coming in. You're pulling out of the market. Why are you pulling out of the market? The market is down. But what is your reason? If you are pulling out because you absolutely cannot take any more loss, you've got to stop the bleeding. You can't take any more loss because you'll never get back to recover. That's just the way it runs. If you go another 10% down, it could take you 50 to 60% just to get back to even. That's what that number really means. And I'll show you that math when you come in. And what can we do to mitigate that risk? So let's do a little bit of a temperature check. 
right here. We love our temperature checks, don't we, Dave? <laughs> Good so to do. For you folks, if you have a million dollars sitting in your retirement, are you comfortable losing a half a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars? You're probably shaking your head. I, Heck no. Well, I, yeah, I'm thinking absolutely not. What about four hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, or even two hundred thousand? Are you comfortable losing two hundred thousand dollars? This is real money. This is not just monopoly on a page. And I know I'm not even totally your... comfortable having two hundred thousand. When I have folks uh, that only have two, three hundred thousand dollars in their account, they're going, "What? I, that's all I have. I can't lose it." Uh, well, we're talking about percentages. So just by giving that example, if you are down to, you know zero to five percent welcome to the financial red zone you're right in there where your finances are in a red zone where you should be conserving the bottom and the principle of your account we don't want to have a below the line type of loss because to get back to even is going to be difficult based on time and based on returns how long will this last let me give you a kind reminder our last recession did not get back above the line for 14 years mm. 14 years That's down. That's a long time in retirement. It is. So if you retire, you're 65. So you're 80 years old almost before you're even getting back to where you were. You're not going to have enough money. You're going to outlive your money because you're not having any gains. You lost so much. You're not going to get back to where you were. We, we're really um, we're up against the clock, but in, in a, we've got about 15 seconds. Just a quick question for you, Christina. Should we be putting more in our emergency fund right now? Be practical. Prepare for anything. Make sure that you've got some stock supply. I want you to have some cash. If you want to talk about numbers, come in and see us. I'll go over these direct numbers to help you. And let's talk about retirees. First off, the reason why you're retiring is going to be completely personal. It may be illness. It may be downsizing. It may be to care for a family member. Your skills don't match anymore. Maybe you can't keep up. What if you were using a huge percentage of your retirement income? This is going to be a very, very different fate than what you think. So emergency funds are going to be for your roof or HVAC, all these different types of things. I'm not talking about illness or anything major like that. So we've got a lot to talk about. Let's get your emergency fund in order. There are a lot of motivational speakers that talk about this in conjunction with debt. Let's have a real conversation about just you. Well, Christina opened up her schedule, as she does on this show every week, as appreciation for you listening and being with us to make available these initial consultations. They are really helpful in giving you a better, a good handle on where you are now. Or are you on the right track to your retirement? And are you in need of uh, comprehensive strategies in, in really uh, building your retirement? 800-832-1100, where you can schedule these if you're among the 12 calling in this week at no cost, no obligation, or if you text also powerful to 800-832-1100. Again, at no cost, no obligation, a comprehensive review, 800-832-1100. It is your powerful legacy radio, and there's more to come after the break. Christina, what are we doing? It's a concept we have learned again and again. If you fail to prepare, then you prepare to fail. But saving for retirement might mean you've won the battle, but have you still won the war? It is essential to create that income for yourself to use in that retirement.
Your Powerful Legacy Radio and back with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services and handling so much, really all the moving parts of all the strategies necessary to make sure that you're on track for retirement. In fact, it's the on-track retirement system with Christina also author of the book, The Retirement Train. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. You know, I like what you said a moment ago, Christina, about your savings. And yes, your savings, your your hard work and saving for retirement. It could mean you've won the battle. You haven't done the war. And what I get from that, you haven't won the war necessarily. What I get from that is as critical as savings are, you still don't have those strategies in place yet. It's like putting a puzzle together and people are bringing puzzle pieces to you. I always think about battle as being the baby and the war being the huge Goliath of it all. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so when we think about it on that scale, yes, you have saved. That's one little piece of your retirement. Have you saved enough? And part of the problem with savings is that you still have debt. So you called it right off. Working life, it is the best time to pay off your debts, save money for your future goals. And if you're about to retire within the next year or so, debt elimination should be one of your core priorities, be it a mortgage, personal loan, credit card balances, or any other loans. You should create a debt repayment plan to become as debt-free as soon as possible. There are some motivational speakers, as I just mentioned, they focus on debt. This is not a personal strategy. Speaking with someone, a personal strategy about your debt and about your savings, that is absolutely necessary. There is no one size fits all. What if you're working and you can barely afford things? You probably can't afford to retire because if you're going to reduce your income and you still have that debt, it's not going to work out. And I have a lot of examples for that. So let's be really careful here. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you, I'm just thinking if you could knock out your debt, let's say when you're in your 50s and over 50, then you may have a better shot at you, not only saving, but taking advantage of those catch up opportunities in your savings for retirement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we're talking about debt overall, and we're also talking about spending, what are you spending on? What are those spending habits? That is something that habitually a lot of us don't really want to admit, but they become a habit. You don't even notice it anymore. (laughs) And some of these really nasty habits that you have are that you're paying for things that you don't need or that you don't even use. Let me give you an example. All of your little subscriptions to your television channels. Oh, that's a great example. Holy cow. I have folks that come in and they are, they're paying a couple hundred dollars a month between all the different channels that they're on. Um, They may have, you know, the regulatory, you know, Hulu, Netflix, whatever. And then on top of that, you buy all these little additional channels, you know, HBO, Showtime, whatever, to watch your special shows. I want you to see your shows. I know you like it. If that's something that's really important to you, I, I just don't want you to pay for something that you're not using. So sit down and talk about your lifestyle and what that standard of living will be. Oh, same. My husband and I, when we merged our lives, we were making a lot of really big changes. And one of the major changes were, okay, we need to combine all of these subscriptions so that we're not paying doubled up here Mm because you're not going to use it. You're only using it once. Why would you pay for it twice? And also the ones that we're not using that often. What are the ones that have taken increases? Almost everything that was on Netflix, we noticed was on Amazon Prime. So we cut it off. 
that's it. We're okay. We're good. You're and it increased in price, not yeah. even a month later. So yeah, we just dropped that. And then, you know, I had a Disney plus and so did my son. I wasn't even aware of that. So oh, I'll no. let him pay for it. I'll just use his uh, password. Well, he uses mine. So. <laughs> all in the same house, right? Well, you know, uh, right. I, I'm guilty of that. And I'm trying to, to just, I've got, I'm paying for some streaming services. I never, ever turn on because I go back to the same ones every time. Right, so yeah. Oh, you know, I do the same thing. I really hate to say it, but I have a favorite channel. I'm not at all afraid to admit it at all. I am such a fan of the home and garden channels uh-huh. and the cooking channels. Yeah. Those are my favorite things to watch all day long. They make me hungry. On the back end, if I have a little bit more TV time and, you know, it's it's maybe winter, we're not outside working and the days are shorter, mm-hmm. so you have a little bit more screen time because it's dark outside, well, then I like to watch the history channel, how things are made and, you know, the history of whatever it may yeah. be. I really yeah. love that. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, I've got some. I've got to. You've made me want to go clean up again because I'm paying. I mean, it's not huge amounts, maybe five dollars a month. But if I, that's five going out every month that I don't even use. I mean, that really is good to determine your spending, um, and and especially before you get into retirement. When you work with clients on that, how specific do you get? Do you break it down into kind of getting an idea of how many times, for instance, they go out to eat every week to build that spending plan? We do. We absolutely do. And we also talk about vacations. So I know a lot of folks who they take a regulatory vacation with their family every year when you're in your family raising ages. And then you like to put that with your spouse and continue a regulatory vacation. I want you to vacation. But sometimes you need to adjust that. Maybe it needs to be a little bit different because you're retired instead of paying for expensive flights in a rental car. Maybe you can drive because you're not worried about the time cost of your the cost of your time, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good way to talk about saving on vacations. When we're talking about spending overall, people are surprised that their habits are really nasty. And we always say this, that habits come to roost in retirement. If you're eating a lot of fast food, it's going to be worse. If you're staying up really late and sleeping in on the weekends, you're going to do it all the time in retirement. And if you are overspending and undersaving, you're going to continue that into retirement. So let's talk about your spending habits. What are those needs? What lifestyle changes can we adjust to reach your goals? That's what we're ultimately looking for. It's very personal. Yes, we get down to the nitty gritty. How many times are you eating out a week? I've got people that went from five or six times down to one or two Mm -hmm. because we just talked about it. That's all it took was just talking about it and blink. They save five, six, seven hundred dollars a month. Because eating out is expensive. I can believe it. I can believe that. Absolutely. And it's even more expensive now. And I love eating out. But, you know, I'm, I've had to watch how many times I go out, especially on the weekends when we spend the most. Just keep in mind, it, ultimately, Christina's about getting you on the right track for your retirement. And it's a custom approach that she takes. 800-832-1100. And you can text POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. Well, let's say you're working with someone who's close but not yet retired. Do you suggest sometimes take that spending, the retirement spending plan out for a little test drive, maybe try it out, see how you like it, kick the tires? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I, I hear this so many times that people are practicing for retirement because they start taking days off. So I get a lot of folks, they've worked at their job for you know, 20, 30 years, and they have all this personal time, sick time, vacation time, whatever they want to call it. 
And they start practicing for retirement by taking three, four, and five-day weekends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, I like that practice. So that's one way to start, you know, managing that time out. And they'll <laughs> say, you know, I, I don't work anymore Fridays or Mondays. And then Thursday's the new Friday. And next thing you know, it all turns around. And it's funny. I, I see both sides of all of this. I'll see some workers that they're down to the last minute. I have a gentleman that we just retired and his last couple hours of work, his boss emailed him and said, what are you doing? Why are you returning all of these calls? And he's like, well, it's got to be done. I want to get it done before I shut everything off and turn it in. And he's like, you're crazy. Nobody would do that. <laughs> and then I see folks that the moment they put in their notice, they've already mentally checked kind of out. Checked so they're out, just kind yeah. of, you know, I'm done. I'm, right. I'm not going to be here anyway. You know, I don't give a crap what you have to say, <laughs> HR. I'm going to do whatever I want to. Right. You know, So I've seen both uh, ends of it. And it's so fun. And you're spending, start practicing on adjusting your lifestyle and I know that when we're at work, it's easy to eat out, easy to just drive through somewhere, grab you a quick lunch. It's over. That's very healthy for you because a lot of times you're not picking healthy choices. And I do know that in retirement, one of my favorite things to see is when people actually plan their meals. So you have more time to cook, more time to clean, whatever. So plan those meals in advance, make your once a week grocery trip. And, you know, between you and your spouse, or if you're by yourself, just plan out what you want to eat for the next week. And we sort of do this in our household. So let me share a little bit of our, you know, our inside, how it runs. So we have a few kids at home, obviously, and then my husband and I, so that's five different meals. So on the list, we let them pick a meal each. So that's five meals that are covered out of seven nights. We know we're not going to eat out any of those nights because we're going to use one of the meals. And so we go shopping, we purchase everything we need for those meals. We know five dinners are covered. That leaves a buffer. We're probably going to have a pizza night. And whether we buy the pizza or not, that's not a meal of choice. We're talking about, you know, a real meal with basic balance. Mm -hmm. And then we're probably going to have one evening eating out. If we don't, we shift that over to our Sunday. On Sundays, we only have two meals out of the day because we have our morning coffee. We usually have a bigger breakfast. So then instead of lunch and dinner, we do a liner. So <laughs> Sunday liner is going to be in the summertime. We like to grill out. So it's going to be steaks. And then in the wintertime, it's going to be soups. So mm -hmm. Sunday is for super steak. And then we have taco Tuesday. Normally we pick that one out. So a lot of these fun little traditions with meals and we all have to eat. Obviously, if you've been around me, you know, I love to eat. That's one of my favorite things. I mean, I'm thinking about what I'm eating next week right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a good way to start planning. Well, it's your an experience. Too. It's a good, but you know what, it though, is. on this note, um, and this actually could save money, too. I was interested and we're about out of time in this segment. I've heard so many people now saying, who does establish that we need to eat three meals a day? And also snack all day. I mean, uh, that there's it shouldn't be a hard fast rule. I mean, that's another thing to consider. Uh, just no, so. you don't. Um, in our household, we try to do that intermittent fasting to where you let your body have a rest overnight. Mm -hmm. So we try not to eat after 7 p.m. And then we don't eat again until after 10 or 11 a.m. We yeah. give a nice good break to your body. And, you know, 14, 15, 16 hours to let your body rest that intermittent fasting. And, of course, we drink water. We're we're big water drinkers. We all try and get a gallon of water in a day. And when we're talking about healthy habits, you're not exerting as much energy jumping out in the workforce. So 
maybe you can have your meal a little early. Okay, this is my retiree's favorite thing. Okay. I love to talk about this. Happy hour. <laughs> and my in-laws, they practice a happy hour. They live in Florida uh -huh. and with their friends every day at three o'clock, they all get together. They have a cocktail. I just love one, it. Uh -huh. And they chit chat, you know, so that's kind of their social time, their yeah. social hour to keep them healthy. Mm -hmm. And then they go to their respective homes and they begin cooking their meal at four o'clock. So they're eating normally by 4, 15, 4, 30. That's, That's the way it runs. So nice and healthy. And then they've just had a, a breakfast, midday, whatever, sometimes even just a lunch. So down to only one or two meals a day. They're happy. They get their social time. I make the joke quite often. It's kind of like daycare <laughs> because they're <laughs> trying to have their healthy cycles of, oh. you know, plenty of rest and plenty of food and, you know, having their schedule that runs out. But Happy hour. If you can't afford to eat out on a regular basis, but you love to eat out in retirement, go to happy hour. They have half price appetizers, yeah. a lot of times half price cocktail, whatever it is you like to do at those restaurants for the experience. Like you said, Dave, get out there and enjoy That's it. Right. Go have fun. Enjoy the happy hour. You're retired. You can go out at three o'clock if you want to. Absolutely. You worked hard enough to get there. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you are on the right track for your retirement. And 12 opportunities on Christina's schedule, openings on her schedule this week. She's made available to you if you take advantage of it for a comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation, 800-832-1100. Call or text POWERFUL to 800-832-1100. And we've come to the point of the show where you hear from the listeners. When we come back, it's time for Ask the Pro, some interesting questions with solid answers. We're back. It's your powerful legacy radio consumer advocate Dave Perkins, always loving the conversation with Christina Ping Kepperling. She is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. She is the author of the book, Ret The Retirement Train. She is the um, host of her TV show, Saturday nights at 7 on WTBQ 36. And she is available to talk to you about getting you on the right track for your retirement. Uh, with the right strategies for you and to answer your questions. And we do appreciate the listeners getting their questions into us. Uh, Christina always closes the show this way. Let's top it off with one from Versailles. And it's right to the point here. What is going to happen to retirement accounts in this market? I want to shift that around. What is going to happen to your retirement account in this market? If you are directly in the market, heavily in volatility, the risk is going to dictate what's going to happen, the risk amount. I think that if you were gauging on that temperature check we did just a little bit ago and you're not comfortable losing, you know, 30, 40, 50 percent, you are definitely going to feel the pain. And if you're not willing to let the market dictate your retirement income, you need to make a change. That's all I can say. Yeah. If you can't let the market dictate your income in retirement, Make a change. And let me give you an example. If you have a million dollars in retirement and you're on the 4% rule, which means you're getting $40,000 a year income, mm -hmm. just, just hard numbers, and your account goes down by 50%, your income goes from 40000 down to 20000 Can you live on half the mm. income that you are getting in retirement? If the answer is no, you need to make a change right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're just, um, it's, it's, it's that bump of the road that we hit. And, and, and I guess, you know, your, your strategies need to be flexible to be able to make that change. Well, there's no time to get back to even. So right. if you're down and then, you know, you're letting the market dictate your income, then how are you going to get back to that income when you're draining it out of the bucket at the same time you're waiting to get back to even? It's not going to happen. And that's come up on this show today a lot. And yeah, and you have, and it's really, you, you make us think about it when you talk about how long it has taken people to come back. So what are the, what are some safer strategies we can implement now? Just an example of one or two. So one of my favorite things to discuss, and when you're discussing this with a professional, I want you to ask a few questions and I'll let you know. So one of my favorite strategies to use is going to be an indexed annuity. Mm -hmm. All pension plans are an annuity. What do we love about pension plans? Guaranteed income streams. Right. We love that. So if you want to have a guaranteed income stream, you know you're not going to lose it in the market, but still have a share in the upside of the market, an indexed annuity could be something that's good for you. And there are many, many types of annuities. We have so many companies, so many products. What you want to ask that professional is very simple. Is what you're recommending suitable for me? I want you to ask that question. And then I want you to ask the question, why? Why is this suitable for me? If that professional is placing you where you belong, you should never feel sold on anything. I hear people that come in and, well, I was sold this annuity and it had this 3% bonus on it, but I have to keep it in there for 14 years. That's not the way it should be. It should be suitable for you. The timing of it, the income from it, the guaranteed rates, what is going to take place for you? What's going to happen to your spouse if you pass away? And where does that money go? And how is that income dictated? Does it pass on to your spouse or do you have to do something else? Ask all those questions. That is a really good tool. It's not the only tool, but it is a really good tool. So come in and let's talk about it. Absolutely. And that's what one of the things you'll like about working with Christina is that you're not feeling sold. You're feeling that you're being matched with the right strategies for you. 800-832-1100 to reach out to Christina. Be among one of the 12 because she does open her schedule. Uh, This week she has to 12 people. 800-832-1100 from Winchester. Um, well, you can really hear the concerns in these questions this week. My 401k has lost over 20% this year, and I cannot afford to lose that kind of money. Now, every month I express my concerns to a professional I'm dealing with, but he says not to worry. But I do worry, and I'd love to know what you could do to help alleviate my fears. So first off, if you're in a 401k, remember, folks, 401k is a group plan. So you probably have it with your employer and you're contributing out of your paycheck into this. A lot of times employers are matching. So let's, you know, set that basis right there. If your 401k is losing, you probably have a custodian. And you just said here on your question that you expressed your concerns to your professional, call your professional back and tell them I'm not comfortable losing. I need you to lower my risk. They may move you over into something that's going to be a lot less risk or maybe put you on a target of some sort. Another thing that you can do, and this is not for everybody, but another thing you can do is to exchange in service. If you're over 59 and a half years old and the plan allows it to that you're in. You can exchange some of that money out of your 401k, not a taxable event, and directly roll it to an individual retirement arrangement, an IRA. You have more control. You also 
can make sure that you're not going to lose that money and you will not have a taxable event. So we don't have to worry about that. And then we can also start talking about some Roth conversions. So a lot of different options there. Again, talk with a professional. If you're in the middle of working, you're still 15, 20 years away from retirement, sit tight, calm down. Everything's okay. Mm -hmm. These cycles have happened 2008, 38 and a half percent. I think we're right now around 30 is where we're sitting at. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty hefty on average. So Mm -hmm. sit tight. Everything will be okay if you're right there in the middle. If you're in the financial red zone, give us a call right now. Absolutely. Um, That's and and I'm guessing they are because they are that concerned about that. 800-832-1100 for Christina Lexington. It's certainly challenging. I'm trying to decide between two different financial professionals. Are there things to ask them beyond the obvious to pick the right one? Absolutely, there are. I just had a couple that had come in, and I've seen them a couple of times, and I knew very well they were shopping. They wanted to have an example of what I had versus others so they could make their decision. This was a multi-million dollar decision. This is a really big deal. I got the pleasure of finding out why I was the one that they picked. So let me share that with you. Not necessarily what you should be asking, but the reason why these folks picked me is because out of the top three to four that they were meeting with and discussing things, I am the only one that discussed the timing of their social security, having a will, power of attorney, medical attest, possibly some trust. I talked about their Medicare timing and Medicare supplement, their property and casualty insurance. They're planning to sell a home. I have real estate professionals and mortgage professionals. This is a really, really big deal. You were asking them the right questions. I'm asking them the right questions. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can for you. And between myself and my powerful partners, you know, we we keep a CPA. We keep a will estate tax attorney, MedSup specialist. We have social security software to plan all of that. We are giving you a full holistic treatment. This is not just a come in, we're going to manage your assets and Let's just pray that we don't lose. Yay. That's not the way this works. (laughs) So if that's something that you're looking for, what are some of the questions you can ask beyond the obvious? I think the obvious are there, but I want you to ask, are you doing what is suitable for me? Are you doing what is best for me? That's a really important question because I think that there should be a reason behind it. And then the next one is ask them to be transparent about where the money's at, where are the fees. How are they um, compensated? Are the That's a great yes. one. Yes. That's very important. Yeah. Ask that. If they if they start wiggling a little bit and don't want to be transparent, I would run because mm-hmm. I've got some services. I just pulled out of one that they've got fees, commissions, and then they have little bitty trade costs and everything on top of it. I mean, we're talking two, $300 just to sell one stock. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, wow. Definitely. You you need to demand transparency. Uh, McKee closes it out. Well, drawing from my IRA count towards the total income that I'm allowed to make while receiving Social Security. Well, receiving Social Security and timing of Social Security, first off, let's have that deep conversation. But no, IRA distributions, they do not count toward earned income for the sake of Social Security retirement benefits. Let me throw a number out there. If you are married and you're earning more than $44,000 earned income, then up to 85% of your Social Security is taxable. So many retirees have savings that they built in these IRAs and they use it to generate retirement income. That's the entire point of having an IRA. 
So the Social Security Administration, they're only concerned with earned income, which is going to come from a job or earnings from self-employment. A lot of those self-employment, that can mean a property company. Maybe you're getting some rental income. That could be considered provisional income. So jump on ssa.gov and look up what are those provisional incomes, and that will give you a little bit better guide or come in and see us. We'll talk to you about it as well. Well, 12 opportunities to come in and and not just come in and visit and uh, put a little love on Zeus while you're there too, but to talk about you, 12 opportunities for a comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. Zeus is Christina's dog, by the way. He is. He is so precious. Oh, we just love him. And I know that you love seeing him too when you come in. And Dave, it's kind of not fair to me because I have people that are calling, setting up meetings. They come in and they don't shake my hand. They come in, where's Zeus? Is he here today? You know, they're excited to see the dog. (laughs) I'd be happy to see Zeus too. too. But I'd be happy to see you too. But I love dogs, so. Oh, he's so sweet. And he doesn't jump on anybody. He doesn't bark and act a fool. He's just a very friendly tail wag. He's happy to see you too. And <laughs> that's such that's such a favorite in this environment that we have. We have this, you know, almost like a little support doggy walking around because <laughs> this is a big life change. We're having some really tough conversations. I love the tough conversations. Let's get to tough solutions. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. And 12, 12 openings on her extremely busy schedule. She does open it up on this show every week to make these available to you at no cost, no obligation. If you go ahead and either call in or text in 800-832-1100. And you can text also just enter keyword powerful. If you text 800-832-1100, you come in, it's going to be a great conversation. It should be a fun conversation because the end result should should be making sure you're on track to what is the longest vacation of your life, and that is retirement. Just make sure you've got the right strategies for you in place, and you'll get a copy of a really what's a great companion guide uh, to take with you, The Retirement Train, Christina's book, 800-832-1100. Call or text Powerful to 800-832-1100. Really great conversation, Christina, and I know it's uh, challenging times now and people are concerned, but just make sure you uh, keep your eye on the prize, as we said earlier and stay on track and i look forward to getting back with you next week i look forward to it too as well dave and folks for those of you out there that are loyal listeners we would like to say thank you it's a pleasure to be here with you every week on your powerful legacy radio Investment advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. 